I'm all in my bag, all in my bag, all in my bag for you. I'm all in my bag, all in my bag, all that I has for you. Gave you the gate key in the bag and it still wasn't enough. It's just a wide wide in the bag and it still wasn't enough. Nigga, you need time, we time and it still wasn't enough. I believe all of your lies and it still wasn't enough. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Diddy Bird, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. Scheming A. Smith, a.k.a. Russell Flexbrook, a.k.a. him over there. Mm-hmm. And on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and esteemed guest. Guest. <laughs> so I, was, I had to check. I just had to check. I had to check. You know what I'm saying? I had to check. Make sure you pay attention. But co, but co-hostess with the mostest. I was about to say you got me fucked up. Like, but co, but co-hostess with the mostest. Uh, tell them who you be, baby girl. Hey y'all, it's your girl Allie Nicole, aka your favorite little shit talker, aka that fine ass, bald headed badass, aka the heartbreak kid, aka Hitman Hollis, future baby mom. Real future. Near future. Okay. AKA Miss King Palms and Thongs. AKA Gross. Gross. <laughs> that little baby who's excited about Valentine's Day. Why are you excited? What's up, Calvin? Um, it's been a it's been a long week and it's been it's only Wednesday. <laughs> oh my god. Like uh um as a as a great African American philosopher once said, it's been a long hard Monday. <laughs> now Not I'm going the boneyard junkies. Um I'm I'm doing I am hanging in there, right? I'm doing I'm doing what I need to do. Um, you know the crazy thing is I saw a tweet that said, um I gotta and I gotta find it. It was like if a Midwesterner ever tells you, if you ever ask a Midwesterner how he's doing, and he says, like, hanging in there, or, like, living a dream. We are fighting for our lives. We are fighting for our fucking lives. Send help immediately. I mean... Or or, or if we say, like, oh, it's going, we are fighting for our lives. Come save us, please. Uh, Listen, and if I hit you with the, hey, bro, you know me. I am you, in the middle of the or or one of my favorite is it's like you, 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 you know how I do. You know what I'm saying? If I ever tell you like how you doing, man, you know, you know how it is, or you know how you I know, do. I'm I am, not gonna lie. I'm struggling. I I actually started being a little bit more honest about that because it depends on who you are, obviously, and where I'm at. But I do just sit there and I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, it's a little rough right now, but we'll figure it out. Figure some things out. Oh, okay, well the cool. Like Depending upon who you are, I probably will give you more of an honest answer. But and that's also why I don't ask how you're doing unless I actually want to know. Because this is going to sound fucked up. But there's some, there's sometimes, like, especially if it's like, I don't really care how you're doing. Because this is just a, we're not really, we're not really talking. We're just speaking to be polite. We're not really having a conversation here. Like, oh, we're doing this? We're doing Oh, we're, oh, we're doing a thing. So I'm, instead of how you doing, like, hey, man, hey, man, like, you good? You, you know, or like, or, or, hey, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Good to see you, whatever. Because cause, cause if someone, if you ask someone how they're doing and they tell you how they're doing, that could, that could really take you by surprise. Oh, shit. Like, for you, if I ask you how you doing, I really want to know, right? 
But also, there's some times where I don't ask how you're doing because I already know, and I don't like you know what I mean. If you like, if you broke up with your if you broke up with your boyfriend and and you're we're texting like the next day, I don't need to ask how you're doing. I already know how you're doing. Probably not doing very well. My first thing is that if I know that you're in a in a space that requires you to be handled with a little bit more delicacy or some care. I'm going to say, what do you need? Is there anything I can do for you? What do you need? And, and also I think one thing that I, um, that I learned from, 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 from the internet is because sometimes they don't know what they need. Right. So I'm like, Hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if they, if, if they tell me they're not doing okay or whatever, I'm like, all right, what, what can I give you? I can give you, I can, I can, do you want to talk about it? Do you want a distraction or do you want some space? Cause I, cause I, cause, cause anything that I can give you is probably rooted in one of those three things, right? Do you want to talk about it? You want, do you want some space or you just want me to distract you so you can just not think about it for a couple of minutes? I can do any of those things, including give you some space. But this way you kind of like think about, do I really want to talk about it? Uh, not really. Uh, do I really want to be to to entertain somebody? Eh, right. Eh. Right. That way, you kind of, if you don't know what you want, we kind of lead you to what you want. You know, what I'm saying, without you having to, you know, think about it. So that's that's something I picked up on. You know, from 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 internets or whatever. I feel it. I feel it. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold y'all. I'm probably gonna say some problematic shit tonight, and I know how the girls like to tussle. And I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> My tussling days are a little bit behind me. Just, just a smidge, but please don't. We try are, me. we are thirty now. Please don't try me. I'm not in the mood. We I'm can't, we mood. can't be just out here tussling for just a tussle. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I know how the girls like to tussle. So, because yep, you know what? Because our bodies, you know, what I'm saying, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm not built for it. You right? You got it, bro. I am pussy. Listen, I scraped out the <laughs> ice and snow from my car, and that, like, that was a workout for me. I have not had to dig my own car out all winter, so God is good. Well, because, never mind, how yep. problematic are we being today? Let me ask before I start saying some shit. Calvin. See, I'm doing better because at least I asked. Yeah, I didn't did. just say I it. You. Like, you know, like, oh, look, bloop, bloop, growth. You feel me? Because, like, old me would just said the shit, and then you'd be like, really, nigga? I'm like... I had a random thought today. Just super, super random thought. I mean, I... Cause, yeah. I was at work, and I was thinking... I said, I wonder if Lawrence ever got, like, his app off the ground. I think he did. No, he did. <laughs> From Instagram. I think I missed that part. Like, no, because like, he was working at a tech firm. By the yeah, end of the shit. okay, okay. So yeah, I was just making sure because I'm like, yeah, like he actually oh, did. I, I missed that. That must have went over my head. Got it. But, okay. Uh, listen, he, he he still listen. I'm Lawrence High, but he ain't need to do Teller Bank like that. Y'all know I was. Oh no, we knew that. We all saw that one coming. Y'all mean to tell me? You mean to tell me that y'all didn't see that shit coming? I saw that shit coming. My nigga. I mean, we did because it's we did because it's a show. But like, but in in real life, he ain't need to do shorty like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It was absolutely too fresh out of relationship to have been serious with anything. Yeah, that listen. There's a rule in place where it, they say it takes half the time of the relationship to get over the relationship. Like if you've been if you've been with somebody for years, it's probably going to take you two to really fully get over. You could be in another relationship, but you're still going to be, 
you know, a little more sensitive to shit because you were you knew that nigga for four years. Yeah, listen, and never mind, because I remember I was on the other side of that once. Ooh, buddy, I felt like I was in Gitmo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the trust issues that came with that motherfucking boy. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, how do I say this? Yeah, nah, fuck it. I lost my train of thought. Anyway, are you ready to shop to get into these topics, Calvin? Yes, let's get into it. Super Bowl Sunday. Look at that. Look at us go. Look at Involving us Involving the Bengals of all teams. You know, I was shocked. <laughs> so were they. <laughs> so were they. <laughs> so were they. Um, so Super Bowl Sunday is upon us. And for the first time in most of our natural born lives, the Cincinnati Bengals will be in the Super Bowl. So all of you Cincinnatians will probably have a actual rooting interest in this I one. have a rooting interest. You know what it is? Boom. Bong. Right there. Right there. You just hit the nail on the head, Calvin. I had to. I think that's why the sports goes over my head. I don't give a fuck because the team where I live are, they were not performing the best in the past. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> so we're trying was, to turn over newly. <laughs> I'm trying to be a better person. Okay. Like you saw that gross hair, like you saw it. So <laughs> the team that in the city that I live is not, they're not really good. So I didn't have to care. Like there was no camaraderie about it. I didn't want to run. I didn't want to be around a bunch of niggas after their team lost. That's annoying as fuck. Have you? Oh my god! You know, I wish niggas understood how fucking foul they are to be around after your team loses. And living in Cincinnati and having all these male friends who are fucking Bengals fans and being around y'all niggas when your team is not doing great is annoying as fuck. Yeah, I said it. So, but here's the thing, no. I, but here's the thing, y'all made fun of me because I recognized that and stayed the fuck home. Oh my god, y'all Calvin, made fun of you me. Used to make me so mad. Actually, still do, bro. OSU, oh, O State lost or something, and you were on your way to meet me out, and you had this fucking look on your face, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going home. Going home. Like, like, literally, like, like, because most times, like, I stay in the crib, like one. Like if Ohio State lose, because again, we only lose like once a year, so it's not like a it's a it's a rare occurrence. I'm in because I know how I know how I am to be around, so I I don't want to subject y'all to that. But y'all make fun of me for being aware about who I am as a person. I don't like that. I respect you being self aware. I just wish that your investment. I you know what? Let me not talk shit about other people's hobbies because sports is a thing. And I respect it. I I understand. I, I'm starting to get it. But to you hit the nail on the head, though. I, my teams are winning where I live. It's pleasant outside. It's, niggas it's, is happy. I ain't seen as this much Bengals gear in ever. Nigga, like, niggas is happy. Both my boyfriends act like they got some fucking sense. Like, this is beautiful. But one thing I will say that's fucked up, though, is that Super Bowl Sunday is now, like, Heading into Valentine's Day, like that—that's a lot of events back to back. Like that's a lot of shit. First of all, any nigga that dates me knows for a fact that Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, and he knows why it's my favorite holiday. Okay, because you're a certified lover girl. Boy, fuck you. But yes, I was like, you say that like I'm wrong. But yes, but also, I love. I think it's okay to love love. 
and like I love love and I love the expression of it. I love the feelings. I don't have a favorite love. Actually, no, acts of service and gifts. But yeah, like in words of affirmation and all that shit. Like I think all that shit's important. But like you I like when people sometimes you do need to we say this all the time. Sometimes you do need a reason to slow down. And that's why I love Valentine's Day because it is a it is slowing down around a one thing that I love, and that is love. I love all versions of love. I'm very generous with love. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, not because now you got somebody gonna be like, "Are you generous with love?" Shut up, nigga. Yeah, just please. But yeah, like I just I love love. I love love, and it gets. But no, so 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 for all of you newfound football fans, here is C Diddy's guide to Super Bowl Sunday: the do's and don'ts. Oh God. Cause you know I'm going. You know what's funny? I'm gonna be outside on Sunday. I got a brunch lined up. I, I too have a brunch lined up. We're gonna be outside the entire. We're gonna be outside the. I'm trying day. to figure out. I got friends flying in. I gotta figure out where the fuck you niggas finna sleep. <laughs> um, we are gonna be outside the entire day. All day, and then I gotta figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do between brunch and the fucking and getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, and figuring out this watch party. For me, that is going to be a nap. Because the Super Bowl is a long ass fucking affair. Because you know how normal commercial breaks be like, you know, two minutes. Super Bowl commercial breaks be like five. Because everybody trying to buy the commercial, you know, on the Super Bowl. So the game starts at six thirty, right? It don't end usually till like midnight for some reason. Because you got an extra long ass half uh, halftime show, all the pomp and circumstance. It's a so understand that you need to have in your mind how long this game is before you commit to any watch parties. You no. know, and and it is okay. That's to why leave at halftime. It is okay. And I know when we win this fucking Super Bowl. We gonna be outside. Oh, I'm I'm gonna need a nap at some point. Some I'm listen because again, because again, these niggas pull this shit off. I saw how y'all acted after the wild card game. <laughs> I saw how y'all acted after y'all went after y'all won the conference. <laughs> if y'all niggas win the goddamn motherfucker Super Bowl, watch this. <sighs> Go ahead. There's gonna be so many babies named uh, Jamar and Joe. <laughs> so many babies. So many babies. Mm. You gonna have babies coming out doing the gritty? It's just gonna be. Oh a, it's God. just gonna be. It's gonna That's, be a lot. Okay, now we went too far because I don't even know what that is. It's it's, know, it's Jim. It's Jamar Chase's touchdown dance. Cool. Whoever that is. No, I'm playing. Okay, jokes. That was a joke. That was a joke. Okay, guys, please don't. <laughs> like, I know how it feels like to tussle. Leave me alone. <laughs> but like, no. I was like, because that, that was a good joke because that was super believable because we know you. <laughs> like, okay, like, we know you. We know who you are as a person. <laughs> like, please leave me alone. But, no. but also, another reason you need to be mindful is because for the first time ever, the Super Bowl Sunday rolls right into Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you a nigga like me, who already, who has plans, who, 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 who made, who made reservations a minute ago, because I'm, I'm not new to this at this point, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you, you can't shortchange your partner because you was up all night doing, doing hood rat shit with your friends for Super Bowl Whoa. Sunday. Let me tell y'all how fucked up I'm going to be. 
So I got so all right. I'm not a complete asshole, right? I understand. Only, only, only a halfway asshole. You know, I'm working on it. So I am not a complete dick, right? I understand the sports are important to the men in my life. So this weekend, you got it, dude. I'm not even tripping. Not tripping at all. It's this is a huge weekend. I know the niggas gonna want to go nig and be around each other all weekend and talk stats and that's cool. That is cool. My black ass took Monday off. I was gonna take Monday off anyway because like it was Valentine's Day and then you have Super Bowl Sunday. And I did not mention to my staff that I have PTO. So <laughs> none at all. None at all. Because I don't want you niggas to think anything. Nothing. Not a thing. I don't even have PTO yet because I'm still recovering from that from using all my PTO plus some for that damn eye injury. Fucking oh, no. trash. I if I don't have a trip planned during that month, whatever month it is, I'm taking a day of PTO. And for some random middle whatever. Look at my calendar. Okay, boom. If I don't have if I'm not like, no. Because I am not going to work myself into the grave and not have time to stay organized and do the things that are going to keep me healthy and on top of my routine and myself. So fuck that. And also fuck these jobs. Like, and it's cool to say that. Like, but, and I know I work in HR and niggas just gassed and grabbed their pearls, but I'm serious. There will be no job that comes before what I need and how to prioritize my time as a grown ass woman. I know when to take my ass to work. I also know when to sit my ass down somewhere. And I absolutely ain't going to do that. As a matter of fact, I'm, woof, we are out of here this year. Traveling. I got one. My first solo trip is booked. Me and Kiddo getting ready to plan. Got something planned. I'm trying to make, see, finish his arrangements. That's a pain in my ass right now. But like, I'm out of here. I digress. Valentine's Day, like I said, is my favorite holiday. And there are a lot more Valentine's Day than not where I am very single. So. My typical routine is I pamper the fuck out of myself. I mean, like, we just, we buy ourselves roses. We take ourselves to dinner. We go shopping. If I'm not with the girls, I buy myself a new set of lingerie. I get myself my favorite ice cream, buy myself my favorite meal, and we make it a time. Like, no, I think that I romanticize the fuck out of my life a lot. Like, what? I am in somebody's 90s rom-com right now. Like. I don't know. It's my shit is like a I don't know if my shit can give you a more chaotic. We are living. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is very like this is it's giving Samantha. <laughs> like I enjoy I really, 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 really enjoy my life. So what well, aspects? Cause we all gotta swim upstream, but that's none of y'all got the abyss. <laughs> um, but yeah, Valentine's Day is just very, very special. So I always pamper out, show some love. Always. Love, and, love on myself. Whatever. This year I do have some plans. I have some plans for Valentine's Day. And oh, look at you go. I am blushing because I don't know what they are. I was sent a dress. I was sent a card and a time. I was also told to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I might see y'all niggas on the 16th. <laughs> Hey nigga, if if I if I check in and you don't send a smoke signal, bat signal, or something, I'm on your ass. I don't know. So we we gonna see. So, but um, yeah, no, Valentine's Day, 
know what I'm saying? I think first and foremost, I hate I hate the every day should be Valentine's Day if you look. Shut up. Shut the fuck. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And to all of you niggas who look, every day is Valentine's Day. If you treat her right, shut up. Shut up. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. I could love my girl every day. Am I going? I'm not. Am I? No. I'm not doing it every day. Because guess what? I ain't got the resources to do so. Shut up. You shut your ass up. Because uh, otherwise, half the people saying that your partner is low-key dissatisfied because you don't do enough. You raggedy motherfuckers. Anyway. Well, you know that what? made I'm me not mad. Every day is Valentine's Day to me. I do something to show myself love every day. And I know that sounds corny as fuck. Like, there's something that I'm going to do for myself simply because I like it. Like, today, I got to be a smart ass to somebody. And it it felt great. And everybody was rooting for me when I did it. That felt great. That that was wonderful. But, like, every day is Valentine's Day when you treat yourself like you actually like yourself. But that was rude. Anyway, um, but speaking of Valentine's Day. What is the point of having hoes if they aren't at your convenience? Um, I would say there's no point, madam. It irritates me. Excuse me, y'all. It irritates me a little bit. Just, just a smidge. I think that we kind of, not even kind of, as a millennial generation, which is, I, I hate saying that, but in this generation, we've kind of changed and screwed and manipulated the terms of dating to a point where it's like, bro, what am I even talking about? What am I even doing? Bitch, I don't even like you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nigga, get the... I, niggas hit my inbox. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Like, what do you... Okay, what do you want? And you're not saying nothing cute. You're not saying nothing clever. And I kind of just, like, I look at it. I look... I'm not going to... I'm telling you out of my mouth. I do look at it. I do. But, like, at this point, you have to step. You have to step. You want my attention, you got to come get it. Like, I'm not. This is why I, I often listen. I often say, the dating pool got pee in it, bro. And, and everybody just pissing in that bitch. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because it's like, I also hate, I hate the term applying pressure so much. I hate it. I hate it so we much. We talk about that a lot. But I'm not, I'm not, it's not even that. Because if I like you, I'll like you back. And I'm pretty much, I'll tell you I like you. It's okay to like somebody and tell them, like, you know what? I think I like you. And all right, I like you too. Okay, well, let's keep figuring out what this like thing is. Let's keep liking each other. <laughs> let's just keep liking each other. I, you know, I enjoy, you know what? It's so juvenile. But I ha- I'm allowing myself to like people. Like, not like people, but have crushes and just not do shit about it. It's quite fun. It's just, I'm romanticizing a relationship I have no desire to pursue. I am never going to pursue anything with you. Now, if you approach me, we might have something. We, we may be able to work something out. But I, I have a couple crushes. Bro, having multiple crushes is actually better than having multiple hoes. Because I can figure, like, I can make up a whole narrative about what you and I got going on. Never act on it and be just kind of cool with it existing in my head. Or... Whatever version of yourself that I see you as is okay with me. Sometimes I don't want to get to know some of y'all. It's scary. And I'm not trying saying that trying to be funny, but it is scary like trying to open up and figure out if you can be vulnerable with somebody and just trying to navigate being scared to be open. And in this, the way we date these days, like, listen, have you met me? 
I'm not saying I'm innocent. I'm recognizing I'm also a part of the problem. But like, I don't. It's it's spooky wanting to get some, wanting to let somebody close, and wanting to give them the opportunity to get to know you in a way that maybe somebody previous also tried and clearly it didn't work out so well. And that kind of little, not PTSD, but that little hippocampus, that little memory center that just gets triggered and you'd be like, okay, you remind me too much more of the last motherfucker, but if, is that me being a bitch or is that me trying to move smart? Like, <laughs> You remind me of the girl. Oh my dad. God. I feel like I've dated the same nigga 12 times over and I, it's not their fault, it's mine. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think until you, my therapist or my pastor, I can't remember which one said, until you figure out a problem, until you actually figure out and solve a problem, your problem is just going to manifest in different things, in different ways. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever's your sticking point, whatever's your trigger, whatever's your whatever, it's just going to, it's going to manifest in different people in different ways until you figure out what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to kind of, you know. Sometimes God, God was God or the ancestors or whoever's gonna give you a test to keep giving you that motherfucker. If you don't pass it, they're gonna keep giving it to you. It's like it's like in, it's like in football or basketball. When you run the same play over and over because a motherfucker can't guard it, same shit applies. Figure out how to stop it, or why why would I keep running the same thing? You know, I actually agree. And just I don't know. For me, it's like, all right. I am a very busy woman. I got a lot on my plate. And I ask for everything that's on my plate. So this isn't a complaint. This is a statement. I refuse to be bothered with shit I don't want to be bothered by, including a nigga. Sometimes, like, I, if I don't want to be bothered, I don't. If I want a little spice in my life, I'll start doing the Ringling Brothers shit that I do. And then when I get bored with it, I'll put it away for a while. Like, it's... But I'm not, I'm not in any need or rush or want for real, for real. Like it's cool, I got it. Like it's, I got, I go on dates. Your girl's kicking it. I'm having a good time. I'm 30. I'm successful. I got a lot going on. I got a beautiful kid. Life can, life, life is sweet for a little bit. Life has been, life is, life is, <sighs> life be giving me the blues because like shit be hard, and I had to start substituting hard for necessary i talked about that before but just remembering that i got it if that makes sense yeah absolutely you kind of you know what i'm saying you have to kind of so when it comes to like male company male company i'm like okay what's this song in there and i'm a little impatient about it i'm like "Mm, i don't know and i and my therapist asked me, she said, are you just turned off right now? I said, well, I can't say that because, like, I'm still there. You know what I mean? Minimum. I'm trying, oh, you saw me trying not to get jammed up. Not, like, stuttered hard. If, if you get jammed up. <laughs> do not mention my name. That's crazy. Like, oh, God. Oof. <laughs> Alex. It's not that you're not attracted to men because you are. Yeah, but you're just and not. And it's not like I don't have, you know, someone in my life that occupies my time that's not what that is but it's like do i have room for more and i don't it's cute like and that's what i think it is like i may have a conversation to do but i'm not taking i don't have more more time to go on a bunch of dates with a bunch of people like 
that used to be fun for a minute. Ooh, is that in my grown? That's gross. That's, that's gross. That's gross. That's disgusting. That, yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a growth, man. That's growth. So, I'm proud, to say the least. But anyway. um. Also, it's rude as fuck to reschedule or reschedule. Yeah, don't do that. Nah, if you reschedule to reschedule, you think I'm a goofy and I can't fuck with that shit. So, again, again, so reschedule to reschedule. So, again, especially as a man, (laughs) as a man, if I hit you up like, hey, you want to go get dinner? You want to do this? You want to do that? And you and you agree. Cool. Bet. We 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 just schedule the date. We just schedule the link, whatever the case may be. Again, I'm an adult. So I know shit happens. So if you hit me with a you're going to hate me with with the moan or whatever the fuck. Whatever bullshit you say to hey, make yourself feel better. I actually mean that shit. That's actually my favorite emoji. No, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. I hate that. I hate. I, I use that but, emoji every day. That you're is gonna hate favorite. me. Shut up. No, because matter of fact, I'm already mad. No, but you're gonna. I'll tell you what it is. But you're gonna hate me is like the male version of the hey boo hey hairdresser text. Okay, that I can see. I listen. like you know if, if if you just if you waiting to get your hair done and your hairdresser hit you with the hey boo you're like mother. Fuck. God damn it. That's the same thing. It's just so so think about it like that. I see this is exactly why I got fed up. I think that's what it is. I'm a little fed up. (laughs) So I went on a date with a guy, right? And it was like this is a couple weeks ago. And I think this is how I got to where I am now. But I went on a date with a guy. He was expecting to get some coochie. I I did not give him any. I didn't want to. I was like, nah, I'm cool. We've been out on a couple dates before, but I was like, um. I still hadn't. Didn't want to. It was mm, mid burger you know, with cheese. It just didn't. You know, like, it you, wasn't you, giving. Like it wasn't. Like it was not giving. That you gonna nail me to a cross vibe. So I was turned off. But he was cool company. We would like. It was cool company. We would hang out. It was sweet. Like it was sweet. But you didn't give me the vibes that like you had the rock of Gibraltar, bro. <laughs> like you did not that. So it was just like. Mm, uh, uh, I don't know. Thanks. Probably not. Don't really need more dick in my life at the moment. So Ma'am. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm kind of cool. So, um, anyway, I got derailed. But anyway, so he got so did he. He, is, he got so did he. And we went, we went out. We've been on like four dates. <laughs> We went on like four or five dates, and of course, he, he like, got to leave you alone at this point. Yeah, we've been dating like we've been on like four or five dates, so funny as fuck. But um, yeah, he ghosted me. I hit him up today just to say, "Hey, what's going on?" My shit bounced back green as shit. I ain't, listen. I ain't mad at him. Listen, I ain't mad at him because in my in my head, because like I remember, you know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Because. <laughs> Women, women, I make women feel comfortable enough to tell me all the bullshit they may be doing to these niggas, right? And so, and like, so I'm like, you'd have, you'd have been on six dates with Shorty and, and you, you ain't, you ain't seen no parts? Listen. Six, like, in, again, like, again, no one's obligated to do anything they don't want to. But at a certain point, it's like, nigga, you'd have been on six dates with the chick. Like, so yeah, it was like we and you ain't even, you ain't kiss her, you ain't do nothing. Nothing, man, nothing. like man. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, okay, 
you ever hang out with somebody and they remind you of like a sibling or like your little brother? He reminded me of like, oh, you're my little brother. Like, like you, 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 he gave you all your cues instead of damn, you fine. <laughs> yeah, like I need money. I don't like. I don't want cute. I want my niggas to be fine. Oh, you fine. Ooh, like, I, and I, I can't even front. I can't front. I can't fake the funk. I probably, I probably have been that nigga to a shorty or two in my past life. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Because I didn't, I I'm didn't, sure. I didn't oh, I'm know. Sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a nigga who's just like, I don't know, Alex ain't all that, and that's cool. Like, um, that's cool. That is, you are hearing it out of the my mouth as a grown ass woman, right? Chia, I am. That is a okay with your dog. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I'm cool with that. So, and then it got, that's not, your taste in women is not a reflection of me, honey. I'm a little bit more, I'm not that insecure. <laughs> I'm not that insecure. But I don't, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. It's, it's no. Child, please. Um, dog. But yeah, don't reschedule to reschedule. Like if again, yeah. shit happens. So if you if if you we cancel the first date, cool. But if I try to reschedule and then you flake on me again, nah, get out of my life. <laughs> he blocked me. I was cackling. Block was me back. Block me back. I was back. at my desk hollering. That shit was so shit, fucking funny. Shit, turn your shit. shit turn the. Gr- hey, I ain't gonna lie. When you when you get to green bubbles unexpectedly, you're like, damn, what I do? <laughs> you be like, I be like, damn, what I do? That's crazy. Um, so it's wild. That's wild as fuck. Um, the first 15 minutes of Euphoria DMA game, I asked an asthma attack. I didn't breathe. What the fuck is wrong with her, bro? Actually, we know what the hell is wrong with her. But she is an addict. Like and and and, right. and, so and addiction Alex's... addiction is a motherfucker, boy. I'm getting ready to lose some friends. Cause y'all gonna cuss me out for this. Rue is an addict. Stone cold addict. Baby has a problem. And if you don't aren't familiar with addicts and addict behavior and the patterns of addicts, and you don't address addiction as and you don't address addiction as a, a disease for what it is, a sickness, the brain chemistry changes. Like and Lori, even uh- and even yeah, if I say Lori even explained it in the episode, like what what prolonged drug use does to your brain. Right, and that's how you get because that's exactly what addiction is. She described the chemical aspect of addiction, and you have to take into account Ruiz sick as hell. As hell, and. Her, she's got, and the side effects of addiction, right, are prevalent. She's a liar, manipulator, manipulator, manipulative, fuck, selfish, rude as hell. Clearly, clearly takes a shower once a week. Baby, you know she foul. So, but we also, and what I do appreciate about Euphoria is what we're seeing is like we're seeing roots, and they're digging. Right, they're they're like they're digging, and you have to be very careful with this show. And I will say that because that intervention scene, as somebody who oh boy, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that's some painful shit. And so, so first fifteen minutes, I ain't breathe. You know what I'm saying? I got asthma. I need to be breathing. 
Um, and then you get to the first intervention, and then you when when Rue hears Jules' voice, we flush the drugs down the toilet. You just see all whatever little color Rue had. You see how she just lost that bitch. It left Ooh. her body. It and, left her body. I don't know. And and that was the part where it was just like, okay. Shout out to Gia. Gia needs more love. And I can't wait for us to get to Gia's story. And I pray that I pray that this season they start talking to us about Gia. I, I, that's, I want to know more. Because she's in pain. And I pray that as much attention as they're giving to Rue and her, her illness, that we are recognizing some side effects of that shit for the entire family. I pray every I start I pray that they explore how the family is starting to heal and has to cope as well. Because that's heavy. Yeah, especially because, like, Gia's dad died, too. Gia's dad died, too. Her husband died. You were not the only person. But Rue also was born with an extreme chemical imbalance. And they show that as well. Yeah, because I think she even says, like, you wish I was different? So do I. I don't want this. Also, even though it could... I know it's a show. But I, did, I wish, you know, Rue just said, like, those drugs were drug dealers. I You threw away someone else's drug. Like, just say that instead of just pressing around, like, no, those drugs are someone else. But let's get to, let's get to, I, also, it's very clear that this is the episode we're submitting for the Emmys. Like, this is the episode we're showing to all the people, like, no, we need all the awards for oh, this we need episode. all the awards. Let me um, tell you something. I... I like the fact that when I'm into a show and it and I'm into it, and do I appreciate seeing high school students go through this kind of shit? No, it's a little scary for me. It's touching a little too close to home. So I'm not going to lie. I'm like, woof, okay, we got to turn on something a little light before I go to bed. Oh, no, you and, definitely need a palate cleanser. I'm, you know, I'm glad Euphoria comes on at 9 instead of 10, because we for mm-hmm. sure need something else to watch mm-hmm. before we just go to bed. Like, get some Abbott Elementary, get some sports, get some... Whatever. You need yeah, something. Gotta, you can't. Listen, if y'all sit there and bitch watch you for you and go to bed immediately after, I, I don't recommend At it. least watch Power or something. Power, yeah, like Tommy. Power I watch, you want to know something with a comfort show for me and it is so fucking funny. And I don't understand how I go through this. <laughs> it is so silly. But like, I will watch Glee episodes because it is so dramatically outlandish and so like, it's the complete opposite of euphoria it's still high school it's still you know what i'm saying like but like glee the glee's issues was like 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 band beef (laughs) you know what i'm saying they tackle some social justice shit every now and then they touched on some toughy subjects like i'm not gonna lie like the glee was my shit so when i need a palate cleanser i am definitely watching glee and i know all the songs and i'm singing along and i'm falling asleep like nope it's corny it's cheesy i love it it's oh my god, I love Glee. <laughs> but no, but like the scene everyone's talking about is so, so, so. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um, so Rue, they, 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 they say they're taking Rue to the hospital. That they're really taking her to rehab. Rue r- realizes that. Also, first and foremost, uh, Rue's mama. Oh, go ahead, Calvin. Because you first and foremost, Rue Elliot. Oh no, we'll t- we got to touch on Elliot. Yeah, first and foremost. Rue's mama, if you know you're taking your daughter to rehab, child lock the fuck out of them doors. I don't know why you didn't do that. You know who your daughter is. Secondly, and again, I am not excusing Rue. 
for all of the bullshit that she didn't say and or did this episode. But her reading Jules was a little deserved. Like, hey, first and foremost, because people say Jules is, first and foremost, I understand, yes, you should have snitched to my mama, but you acting all high and mighty and eat, like you didn't just fuck on Elliot, but the nigga who's enabling your girlfriend. So the problem that I have is this. And Jules, y'all can comment about Jules. Y'all can talk up all this shit about Jules, her character, and what she is. Hear me out. I'm not saying that Jules did not deserve that cuss out. But Rue was doing that in a very mean, malicious way because she was mad. And the way that you handled her was still not right. If you were mad at her, and I get it, that's a very, not only are we talking about a very developed and adult concept there, but we are also talking about an addict and teenage kid. So I get the fact that they're still very selfish. Their shit is their shit. The world is theirs. They're right. Nobody else is like the radicalness of the teenage mind. I get it. But we're being honest here. Jules did the right thing. No, I, I said that. Like, you, she should have told. Jules did the right thing. Yeah, she should have snitched. Y'all talking about some Jules should have got her ass beat. Yeah, Jules, that was some manipulative ass shit. How she ended up obtaining that information. And the fact that she's more mad at Rue than she is the fucking nigga that she slept with that was dr- shooting up her fucking girlfriend. No. And yes, at the end of the day, two things can both be true. Jules is, the how they handled that was dead ass wrong. But they still should have told her mama. She was in a life or death situation. Also, She's still in a life or death situation, bro. Like, bro, you were supposed to. So the rule pops up dead. You knew the bitch was taking drugs and you ain't say shit. And you could look her mama in the face and say you didn't say shit. You knew and didn't say anything. Bitch, I would kill you myself. Also, Jules, you're also an enabler because you know Rue was trying to stay sober. And you went and, and y'all had this wild ass fucking idea to go steal beer. Knowing Rue was sitting in the back seat, And the only bitch that knows that he... And the only motherfucker that knows that he's hot, that she's hot, is Elliot. So, but that was y'all idea to go steal beer and put it next to the bitch who needs to be sober. And then got mad at her for drinking the shit. You enabled it. You put her underneath her nose and told her not to sniff. Get the fuck out of here. And secondly, why are y'all going stealing some beer when fans work at a goddamn convenience store? He'd have given it to you. He'd have given it to you. That, Bravey. Yeah, come on with it, because we got to talk about that thing. We got to talk about it. Elliot is also an addict because he said, I'm taking them with her. We're not touching on Elliot because Rue is the topic right now. But don't, I think that, again, this is only what episode, what episode are we on, Calvin? Four or five. Right. We got a couple more to go. And Elliot just got introduced. Yeah, like, even in the first even in the first like time it interacted, like it was basically like Rue was like, "If you tell me what drugs you're doing, I'll tell you what drugs I'm doing." And like, see the difference. The difference how we look at Elliot rules because Elliot respectfully is what we call a high functioning addict. Like he's he's, he's able to and he's has to manipulative and turned out his rule. If we're being completely honest. Because he wanted to get up underneath Jules and he did some manipulative shit to get there. Because now, Jules is going to need somebody to be supportive because she's codependent as fuck. Absolutely. 
So, but let's 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 we'll let's get to the, to the main motherfucking event. Okay, so Rue finds her ass. She okay, so Rue so she her, so she busts so she busts out the car. Runs first and foremost. Is Rue the fastest crackhead in the West? Because I somehow no one could catch this limping crackhead. It had her look like she ran a four five forty. Anyway, but so she's so she's so she does the race out of her mama car. Ends up at Cassie and Lexi's house, where every the whole gang is, and they're and they're trying to stage another intervention. Right, this is intervention number two. And and Cassie, and honestly, this is this was it was Care Bear ass advice, but it actually was a good ass advice. Like because I think we we're talking about like advice, bro, that was some honestly okay. Hear me <laughs> out. This all right. So when I told y'all y'all was gonna whoop my ass, this is exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Cassie wasn't wrong, but bitch, shut the fuck up. Man, it, 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 I'm not going to lie. Like Cass- I, I'm so sorry. I would have cussed Cassie's ass the fuck out too. And I know that she was just trying to help. You're like, But you are also talking to somebody who's sick as fuck. And I get it. The teenage mind maybe not be able to comprehend that. But bitch, does that honestly look like the time? And 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 that little smile she had, she was so proud of herself. She was so like... proud of herself. She thought she was actually being a friend. And what I do love is that the girls, of course, obviously these are clearly the popular, the popular bitches, the bad bitches of the high school, right? So like the fact that these top, obviously top tier bad bitches of high school are embracing a clear addict, and they treat her with so much love. They don't reject her. They don't treat her like no. Yeah, girl. like Maddie that, came up, gave her a hug, Cassie. You know what I'm saying? Was showing love and then and here's the thing. So Cassie just got done giving that care bear ass advice. So proud of herself. And right. then and then play the ether beat. <laughs> and then like, Cat- God damn. All right. And then so, Rue just, and then, so this is this is dry snitching, right? Rue definitely just dry snitched like she absolutely did dry snitch. Like let's and so it. and so Cassie just come with the advice and then the next words were, Hey Cass, can I ask you a question? And and, 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 and Cassie's like, Yeah. How long you been fucking mate? And like, doom. <laughs> the part that made me mad about that is this, because I looked and I hollered. Then <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Oh, I hollered. I had to pause the TV, baby. I when I I choked on the blunt, baby. I screamed. First of all, that was some bullshit. Second of all. Cassie, you gonna answer the question? <laughs> like, and here's the here's the thing, right? Cassie, you knew this day was coming. Why don't you have a better lie prepared? You folded like cardboard. You know what? Cassie no. folded like all. You, Cassie folded Cassie. like the women who would fold in the room with Method Man. They folded. They no, folded quicker than the niggas on first forty eight. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna fold for Method Man. So that metaphor I ain't appreciate. Just so we're clear. Dog, my beloved told me she's folding for Method Man. I can't even be mad. I'm like, just all right. Like, oh, what am I do? What am I do? Be mad? Like, what am I do? Be mad? I'm, listen, do you, listen, and to set a clear boundary, baby. I might call you, but do you want me to call you before or after? Because I'm still gonna go do this. <laughs> I, that might be the uh, what what what, what did, did did the wine say? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't like, okay. you know what? Like, just because, because, yeah, like, I, is, is there another black man with a, yeah, a, a 100% list. approval rating like Method Man got for black women? Is, is fine. Like, he's 90s daddy fine. 
Like he's on my, like, bro, what? You want me to sit down? I'm going to go sit down. I'll build the chair to sit my ass down. For Method Man, excuse me? But so, so, but here's the thing, Cassie. You knew this was going to come up eventually. Like y'all, y'all don't li- live in a part of, of, of California that ain't small as hell. Mm-mm. Why didn't you have a better lie or a better defense ready? Because she's a teenage girl and they don't think that fucking, they don't think that far ahead. And I would respect that if the episode prior, she wasn't trying to act big or bad with Nate, basically trying to blackmail Matt, blackmail that Nate into a relationship, talking about like, yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell Maddie, do you think she's crazy? I'm crazier. Calvin, hear me out. You got to suspend realism for just a little bit, for just, for just a little bit. This shit makes no sense because teenagers don't make no fucking sense. They don't see the world that way. So you have to watch, you can't, you can't watch this as a 30 year old. And I don't like 17 year old Alex watches euphoria and she just like puts on her fucking glitter tears and <laughs> like falls in her crop top and falls in line. Like, and like we just, you, I think we are, especially these days, we are allowed to fall in love with things for exactly as what they appear, what they're given to us. I don't always want to have to do these fucking super intuitive dive deep into fucking Fiction TV. Sometimes I like my fiction fictional. Sometimes I like to be like, oh, okay, that's obviously impossible. Oh no, it was there's like, definitely some fiction on that drawing for sure. Oh, for sure. So I enjoy just allowing my plan, allowing myself to say, okay, I'll bite, I'll follow along, I'll play. I like that. Now I don't like shows that kind of smooths it on. Like, okay, bitch, clearly, like, okay, come on, y'all. Like, did you try? I don't like shows like that. Like, power started to get like that, and I'm like, okay, this now, like, because Zeke being 28, <laughs> like, what? Is like, that nigga, that nigga was, that nigga was six, I thought he was two. Hmm. But then I thought about it. When's the first time you have acknowledged your age? When's the first time you were able to say, oh, I'm four, or I'm five, or I'm two, or I'm one? I and, just, it, and you remembered it without being told how old you were. Because a lot and of times, I, and, and, and I hear you, and that's part of the, that's like the suspension of disbelief. I just feel like, and 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 then with enough, oh, you're just big for your age. Like maybe you can get away with that shit, but I just feel like I would know that I wasn't too. At I mean, six. I, I mean, yeah, but also, but again, that suspension of realism. Fuck it, I'll bite. Why not? I ain't got shit else better to do, and I kind of I'm into it and I'm invested. I think that's the only reason why I'm still paying attention to the Power franchise. Aside, besides the fact that they are dressing these motherfuckers down. Oh, niggas doing niggas doing full drills and Balenciagas. I'm like, <laughs> like what? How you head to toe into in a mirror and and, and, and and doing a play? And no creases. No creases. Okay. <laughs> Don't repeat an outfit once. Once. You talk about you broke, yeah, sell that shit. <laughs> like, the fuck? Man, I'm like, oh my God, yes. They be dressed down. Dressed down. Everybody. And but I'm like, nah, the fact also, that, like, we gonna see, we gonna see Maddie beat Cassie from Sea to Shine and Sea very soon. You know, I saw the trailer. I actually, I watched the trailer for the next episode today. And let me tell you, Maddie still got that take. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know how I feel, you know who I feel bad for? Not feel bad for. Because Nate was asleep when this all happened. This nigga went to sleep, figured he he was had a normal fucked up life, and now he's gonna wake up and realize, oh, I don't feel bad for Nate. He knew what he knew what kind of hell he was playing with, and that's the other. See, that's that nigga shit. 
ooh, it leaped out right there, Calvin. It leaped right on out because Nate knew what kind of fire he was playing with with both of them bitches. He knew who they were to each other and still decided to play ball because he was mad at Maddie. Let's be clear. Maddie still got that nigga by the ball. Because why would you play with me like that? You want to sit here and talk about you're in love with her. You ain't going nowhere. Want to know why? Because I'm going to be honest. Cassie does look like the innocent, big-eyed, doughy. She's got the perfect titties. And I, I feel weird because I know the adult <laughs> is an I know the actress is an adult. It's an adult. Like, so, but also, she's, a, she's playing a child. So it's yeah, like, but, like uh, but damn, titties. She got some pretty-ass titties. And I'm a titty girl. Like, I, anyway. So, oh my God, she, I got caught up on Cassie City. Anyway, <laughs> Nate, it manipulated that shit. And he, but niggas like him enjoy the chaos that Maddie is. That bitch gonna keep you on your toes. And niggas, you can sit here in front like you don't like it, but y'all like that shit. You get a kick out of the fact that you know that there's somebody who's gonna spar with your ass. But, if you want me to be sweet, then treat me sweetly. And I say this all the time. I am whoever you treat me as. You start, pull, you start being with me, I got you right back. If I care. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, I'm going to leave you right where you are. But if I feel like playing with you, oh, it's game on, bitch. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Let Alex be sweet and peaceful. But niggas only ask, don't ask me for the chaos you don't want. And I, I prefer peace. I might want to play ball. Let's be, can we be honest? These can be a little boring. The responsibility. It absolutely can be boring, but it's better be than the alternative. These can be a little mundane. See, that's toxic. Because <laughs> here's the I thing. Let, yes. I said it. Peace can be boring, but peace is better than chaos. Like, because chaos is exhausting. Is it? Yes, nigga. Like, chaos is like. Chaos is like running at full speed, right? When you're running at full speed, it, you know, you get a little exhilaration at first, like the runner's high, whatever the fuck. You're running, you're running, like, oh yeah, I'm running, I'm running. You may be running to chase some shit, you may be running to get some shit, but oh yeah, I'm running, I'm running. <laughs> and then after however long, depending on your cardiovascular uh, level, you get tired as shit. Peace, peace is more so like, Taking a walk, taking a, a, a light jog. Yeah, you may never feel the highs of running, but you gonna do. You can do the shit longer because it's not gonna wear you the fuck out. A lot of a lot of these motherfuckers wear you the fuck out because they're they're, they're chaos in a pretty package. <laughs> and then you wonder why. Then you wonder why you haven't been able to sleep since you met the bitch because the bitch is chaos. I, and your and your body is you your like body is that. running. Some of y'all like that shit. And, and they're kidding. stupid. Some Listen. No. I'm, no, 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 no. Let's not kink shame here. Hold on. I'm absolutely kink shaming. You can no. fuck however you want to fuck, but if you like chaotic bitches just because, why? That Chris, crazy. I'm absolutely kink shaming. Well, because here's the thing. Chaotic bitches are, are, is like exotic dishes. Yeah, you eat them every once in a while, but I don't want octopus every fucking day. I was Fuck out of here! Something crazy because I have dated some. Not dated. I have slept. No, uh, you can say dated. I have also dated some chaotic bitches. So dealt with some chaotic bitches. 
Listen, you ever listen? I don't want to have. I don't want to have to like. I don't want my day to be ruined at seven thirty in the morning. You know, hear me out. Ain't nobody talking about all that. That's abuse. <laughs> no, that's that's not. Funny. I don't want to have to be like we were doing good today. I don't have to do that shit. That's, that's not. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No. But like, I don't know, man. Sometimes make it make people, sense. People. I think why we choose chaos is because we know that there is actually something sweet in there and we're just trying to do what it takes to get back to that. But then you start running into a game of like, you start, you know that the original reasons why you fell in love with this person is right there. And whatever we got to do to unlock that or bring that home, you're willing to invest in. So sometimes you put up with somebody's chaos and they shits and they ups and downs and a little bit more bullshit than you want to. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it happens. So that's how that's how niggas get love bombed. I mean, yeah, but no, but also there's a responsibility to say, okay, I want off this ride because your boundaries matter too. And loving somebody and letting them hurt you is not what you think it is. You're not gonna feel better about it. Fucking stand up. <laughs> stand up. <laughs> also, apparently, stand up girl Loki thick did not know that until like somebody posted posted a photo. Um, so yeah, I think Maddie gonna bust her ass. Oh, Maddie, and only reason, only thing, only saving grace, I think, for Nate is the fact that Maddie has enough love and or respect for Jules that she don't want to, like, fuck her, her life. Maybe. Does that make sense? Maybe. Maybe. Because we don't, she just pulled a tape. We don't know if she watched it. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know if she's watched it. I don't think they've ever. I don't, and I, y'all know I smoke a lot, so I don't know if they flushed that out or not yet. I might rewatch the season just to see, but no, we know that Maddie has that. There's something I, we don't know if she's seen the content. We don't know if she knows it's Jules. Was Jules' face like? Could she see Jules' face? We don't know. I feel like she could. I feel like it was like it was because it's a it's a video recorder. I feel like at some point I feel like it because it started from like the beginning. I feel like so I feel like you you see her face at some point. Well, that's her pronouns, right? Her her pronouns are her, right? Yeah. Okay. Want to make sure I'm not accidentally misgendering people again. Trying to do better in 2022. Look at you, Calvin. Gold star for Calvin. But yeah, <laughs> you go, Clint Coco. Speaking of gold star, you trying to bully and bribe me to get it? I I really did. And it was crazy. We didn't even end up making it. it. By the time traffic ended up being insane and I got a late, how did I leave or work early and still get a late to head start? That shit was, anyway. I wasn't sure. And I knew, I, listen, I knew, I knew what type of time that, that whole thing was. I'm like, nah, fam, I ain't, you know what I mean? Because as a nigga who lived downtown, like, hmm, I already know what type of time it is. Um, But I will say this, shout out to the city because the Bengals had 30K for their pep rally. The oh. The LA team, the Rams had like, a thousand at a high school somewhere, and oh, and wow. the Bengals had thirty thousand in Paul Brown. So like, you could tell, you know, what I'm saying the excitement level. So shout shout out to that. I love it. Oh, them Nike Tech police hard as a motherfucker. Cocaine white boy out here I looking like one. out here looking like stormtroopers. I don't want one. No, I got to have one. I want one. <laughs> you listen. Um, you, you're more likely to get one than me. So, Calvin, we got to end it on a positive note. You got something for the kids? Uh, this is for the children, old folks, <laughs> grown folks, babies. Um, 
So my positive note for for week is if you feel like you're going to drown, find your floaties. Aw, I like that, Calvin. Um, because you know, life be lifing. And life has life very hard in the last two years. We 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 talk about it almost ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. And you feel, you know, there's a lot a lot of times where you feel like, man, like I don't know how I can go on. I don't know how I can keep going. Like you feel like you're about to drown. Normal feelings. Um, find things you can hold on to. Friends, relationships, family. You have the passion that you have for your job or the passion you have for. You know, whatever, whatever that thing is where you're like, that's your floaty. Find your floaty. Um, because sinking ain't an option. Like, you sink, you done. And we ain't trying to be done. We got to, especially because, like, a lot of y'all, y'all aren't just swimming for y'all. Like, y'all have people on your backs who are, who are, who are riding this wave, too. Absolutely. So, like, find your floaties, man. Like, find, find, um. Find those things you can hold on to when you feel like you can't, you know what I'm saying, swim. When your arms get tired, you know what I'm saying? Like, find a way to float. Find your floaties. Uh, So that would be my positive note for the week. My positive note is start treating your support system like a network. You got people who can get you in, in different ways. And sometimes we, you know, sometimes we get into a place where we just have, and it's okay. It's okay. We are adults. Everybody got shit. But everybody can offer, you have people around you, multiple, or hopefully, that are there. And um, maybe I'm preaching to the choir because sometimes I forget that I have more support than I think I, than I account for. And I actually, ironically, today, I got a call from an old friend of mine. I haven't spoken to this person. It's been a minute. It's been a long. No beef. It's just that, you know, life drifts. Sometimes life does drift. I mean, and yeah, we've we've talked about how, you know, our our life has, you know, been yeah. hectic lately. It's been it's been a zoo. And he um reached out and he was just like, Hey, I just said that this year I would do a better job that if you were on my mind or somebody was on my mind, I'd call them. And I thought about you, so I wanted to give you a call. And I said, wow. <laughs> because I do that kind of shit all the time. Like, you were on my spirit. I'm just reaching out to make sure you're okay. Like, I do that all the time. So to receive a phone call like that, and when I tell you, out the blue, out the blue. And it made me feel like there's more people who are watching and caring and rooting for things. There are more people who are there. and. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, it's always nice to get an affirmation, always. But that made me feel very um, understanding, and you know what I mean? Like, it made me feel warm. I was like, wow, okay, cool. So now I need, and it also put a thing on my mind that I should do a better job. And not just like, okay, calling and texting, and maybe that's all I, I can give at the moment, but actually putting my face in people's faces and be like, I oh, know, I just want to put my eyes how you were tap in a little bit even if like hell we can't be in the same room but maybe more facetime calls or maybe more things or we find an activity we do together i don't know but relationships are very important to me and keeping the people close and doing the things that will keep them close is very important so i'm i'm tasking myself as my positive note 
to make sure that I'm a little bit more intentional about letting the people know, uh, letting the people around me know that I trust them with me and they got me the same. And I got them. So this is your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy C. Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Yeah. I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing good defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot.